In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet, broadcasting from an empty arena in Nebraska, aka my office. So that's that's not really a, an arena, nor is my car, as I have to drive right now. It, it, anything this can be the arena. arena call it that. This is the Smarks Arena. It's got a very very small seating capacity. <laughs> and it's just you so it's empty just arena. And my family empty arena um i of course oh, am detective now. mark smarks and i'm joined as always by my partner in crime fighting district attorney vincent k fabe what's going on man how are you yeah well i i mean i'm also in a solo arena driving down the road yeah so don't expect any crowd noise from either side here at all, or you may I mean, if, you might get bad recording quality because I don't have my normal setup. Yeah, well, you you might get bad recording quality, and and that wouldn't be a surprise if you're a WWE fan right now. Oh, shots fired! Oh, boom! Speaking of shots fired, did you listen to the NXT review? I did, I did. Um, those those shots kind of missed me, but you know, you you fired them, so. <laughs> Well, your pissant t-shirt company definitely put on a show. A better show. show. Well, yeah, because mine was vignettes. Yeah, yours was hardly a show. Mine was a show. Oh, dude, I could I could watch that Champa that Ch- that Champa Gargano vignette or or storyline three times and enjoy yeah. it each time. Not knocking that, I literally have watched the Cody promo at the beginning of AEW three times. So there's no could watch it. I literally have. Uh, it was phenomenal. And the matches they put on were great. We can talk forever about it. If you want to hear my full opinion on AEW Dynamite this week, uh, go back, listen to the review, uh, which brings us to a nice uh, segue on talking about this week, how we launched our review podcast, right? So uh, we're doing a Monday Night Raw review. We are doing uh, our regular scheduled shows as well. We're doing uh, Wednesday night reviews for both AEW and NXT. On the AEW review, I also talk about AEW Dark because uh, I think it's worth mentioning. Um, and then uh, we also do a Friday SmackDown review, which uh, went up a little bit late this week. We're still working out the kinks in this whole thing. So, um, but I will uh, give AEW one thing. Nothing like hearing a cheer for Let's Go Bad Guys. AEW. I, like I said, it wasn't a perfect show. It wasn't a perfect show. Uh, no. But it was a very entertaining show, so. 
Um, I'd also like to remind everyone that Raw and Order WBU is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So once you get done listening to this and liking and sharing and subscribing and going back and listening to our reviews from this last week, why not head over to tatnusco.com and check out the other shows in the network, like Tatnus uh, Podcast Uncensored, Chicken Hen with S&M, In the Dice Box Slam, and Basement Bullshit, and the newest one, Carpool Shenanigans. So... Uh, like last week, you know, I, I wish we could say we're not going to talk coronavirus, we're not going to talk COVID, but frankly, it's it's the main news in the thing, so it's going to come up. Um, I, I have discovered recently, and this is just a side note, this will be my only directly COVID, not wrestling related Um I'm about to elbow drop every single person who's putting on that Lysol has on their containers that it stops coronavirus. Uh, yeah, I've put up huge... The issue huge with this version of coronavirus is it is not the original coronavirus. It is an well, animal-based one. Well, the, the thing is, what they need to understand is coronavirus is the blanket name for about a dozen varieties yeah. of it. I mean, SARS is a coronavirus. In fact, technically speaking, uh, the coronavirus we're talking about is called SARS-CoV because it's actually an offshoot of SARS. Um, and so, yeah, and so it's animal-based, which leads to a lot of why it's so tough. But, but that's the coronavirus. The common cold is considered a coronavirus. Um, it's just so, humans have had. Years and years and years and years and years and years and years of developing somewhat of an immunity to yep. the common cold. Common cold. We have so we can fight it better. No immunity to this, which is why it takes two weeks plus yeah. for those who have a strong enough immune system. But, so but that's the deal. Is it? Yeah, it bugs me when when they show that. There's a variation that goes around where it's from ranchers saying we've been vaccinating cows for coronavirus for decades. It's not the same coronavirus. There are literally dozens of them. On top of it, this particular yeah, coronavirus yeah. Like has I mutated said, twice. Savage or... But yeah. This uh, one has mutated twice. Savage or Kyrie saying to elbow drop on all the people who are lumping. That's like saying H1N1 is the flu. No, it was specifically swine flu yeah. for pigs. <laughs> yep. But that's the so deal. Anyway. It's is i mean there are a lot of things but it is 100 percent not the same thing there are a dozen plus and like i said this particular virus has mutated twice since we've identified it it is mutating very fast um when we first identified it you could only get it from animals within weeks it had mutated to where it could spread from person to person and since then it's mutated now into multiple strains um the two strains of the person-to-person variety mm, of the person-to-person yes um so it's it's very in the medical world they call that slippery because it's hard to hold on to it keeps slipping out of your hands every time you think you've got a grasp on it um but we can talk forever about that i don't want to talk specifically about coronavirus i want to um, talk about how it's affecting the wrestling industry but it is affecting the wrestling industry, so charges will be filed that in conjunction with it. And so, um, however, you know, I want to say kudos to both companies right now for doing what they can to continue on and give us entertainment, right? 
And I know um, I was not as high on SmackDown as uh, D.A. Fabe is. Um, I thought SmackDown was horrible for the most part. Um, Given it seven, maybe eight stars, I would, uh, if we're using the ranking system I use for for, uh, uh, NXT, it would be convicted of being above average and acquitted of being utter and total crap. It is not utter and total crap, but it certainly isn't a 10. But then again, SmackDown hasn't been a 10. Yeah. See, and that's what I say. I I can't get anywhere near seven or eight on it. I gave AEW an eight, right? And AEW was light years better than SmackDown. I would give. I would say it's better than SmackDown. Yeah. Um. And so, but and I'm talking a large margin. So I couldn't say it's one point better than SmackDown. I would. I see, and and I try to do these as isolated as possible. And isolated, including with the fact that it had a WrestleMania 30 match on it. Um, isolated, it, it that without that match is probably worse. Without that match and Miz and Morrison, yeah, I, I'd say it's a two two star show. Well, that's Miz the deal. They made that M- Miz goal. and Morrison is what kept what brought it up to four stars <laughs> for me. Um, they, that's an average. They were maybe six stars. But the rest of the show was two stars, leading it to four stars. All right, fair enough. Well, so anyway, so, so spoiler alert on my uh, SmackDown review. If you haven't listened to it, four citations. That's what I gave it. Four out of ten. Um, and and you take out the WrestleMania match from six years ago, um, and you take out the Miz and Morrison. Really low. And that's, I mean, it even had, it had a promo from Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross on it. And they're my girls. Nope. Nope. Not digging it. Sorry. Um, so, but we will go ahead and get into this. And since I, I'm angry for mine, I'm going to step back and let DA Fabe do his crime first. So let's get started with crime number. That mine's a little bit funny. So um, it is. It is still against coronavirus, um, and uh, this crime is directly against coronavirus for trying for causing us to have to consider Tamina Snooker a competitor for the women's title. I am pissed. Um, good job, Carmela and Graves, for quarantining yourselves and, and taking those social responsibilities um, to heart. Um, but are we still broadcasting on YouTube? No. Fuck and you, coronavirus, for causing us to have Tamina Snuka in that match. Because I am pissed I don't want that there. Yeah, to be perfectly honest, what I want for a WrestleMania match is Bailey versus Sasha Banks one-on-one. Yes. Um, what they're giving us is Bailey versus four other people and Sasha Banks. Um and and so it's I guess they are reintroducing the Bailey Sasha line, which made me a little excited on Friday. But the more I looked at it, the more I was just like, ah why Tamina? <laughs> that, that that's the deal. What they should have done is is 
because this is a way to hot shot that that program straight back into the into the forefront, right? Is had Paige uh, say, "Hey, you know, I guess you're right. You know, you can talk smack about me, travel issues, and all this stuff, and I probably won't ever wrestle again. But what I can do is make a match. So at WrestleMania, you will be defending your belt against your best friend Sasha Banks." And boom, right at that point, then you can have Bailey start going, ah, this will be great. You'll just lay down for me and and I won't have to work at all. And then Sasha can be like, wait, no, I'm not just going to lay down for you. Right? That's not who I am. And and then bam, the feud's hot-shotted back into the forefront. And at the WrestleMania, you can have a whole swerve where she pretends to lay down and then she tries to roll uh, Bailey up when she tries to cover and and the whole shock betrayal moment from you know Bailey going oh my god you tried to pin me and a great match but no you have to throw Natalia who I thought was a raw superstar um, and Tamina who I didn't care what brand she was on because I was happy just not to see her anymore. And uh, who else was thrown in it? Because uh, Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans and Lacey yep. Evans. That's right. Which again, I'm not upset. I'd love to see Dana Brooke be in the, in the women's title hunt. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily to hold the title, but you know, circa Umaga uh, when he was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with them involved. I just think. I, WWE likes to default to, oh, we need a big, big deal for WrestleMania. Let's throw a bunch of people into a match. Yeah, I think I think they had that opportunity, and that's what ticks me off. What really pissed me off more than anything else, you're going to do a six-person match. It, it's not like they didn't just have a pay-per-view that we just complained that there wasn't a title on the line in the uh, 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 one of the four big ones, four singles titles on the line in that match, which the pay-per-view is built around that match, it pissed me off because, yes, okay, fine. So, Sasha, um, so you're telling the same story with, with Sasha turning on Bailey at some point that you've already told once upon a time. Who the fuck cares? Do it again. Yeah. Like, it, it was set up. And, and, and it, it removes the complaint that, that Elimination Chamber, Chamber did not have a singles um, Elimination Chamber match uh, for a title. Um, and I think that's a valid point to make, to be a little pissed off about that. We said the same thing with Roman. Roman should have had to win one to get his number one contendership. That would have done something there. Um, and because they, because they messed that all up, still trying to be good with my language because they messed that all up then they miss out on this opportunity and now we're sitting with why in the bloody hell is Car- is is Tamina in this? Oh, because Carmella can't be. Well, okay fine, do a fatal four-way and have it be Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans and, and Sasha and Bailey and you can even have Sasha and Bailey smoke through the first two you know, do it as a, as a Elimination Fatal 4-Way, which we haven't seen in ages. An Elimination one would be great. And then at the very end, out of nowhere, you know, we think that Sasha's going to take the lay down and do exactly what you said. 
Yeah. Why are we putting really, really bad stars? And I know some people say, oh, Dana Brooks in that same category. No, she's not. Dana she, Brooke has never given a, been given a decent shot to show what she can do. Yeah, um, yeah she, she can put on a show. Um, and I think she could do a singles a singles battle. I don't, again, I don't know if her personality, because we've never had a shot, I don't know if her personality um, allows for her to be the title winner, but for Jeep's sake, that's right, I said Jeep's, J-E-E-B-S, Jeep's sake, let's, let's not throw in Tamina, who, who uh, might... Quite frankly, I'd be more interested to see the blow-up doll that that uh, um, Kenny Omega wrestled. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Well, and here's the deal: right? if you want, if you really, really desperately need to have it be a multi-woman match at WrestleMania. Now, keep in mind, I don't think they need to because they're pre-recording stuff. So, how great would it have been if instead Paige announced? It was going to be Bailey versus Sasha in a 30-minute Iron Woman match. Right? So then, you know, Bailey can't just expect Sasha to lay down. Yeah, and you could have done that. There's so much you could do. But if it's you want to, if you're desperate to do if you're desperate to do a multi-woman match, which is fine, like, why not have this be um a, a oh, gauntlet turning. match. Yeah, or, or a double gauntlet with the two finalists being the ones who duke it out. I just think if you're having it, uh, you know, Paige setting it up odds against her, right? You just say you're going to be defending in a gauntlet match, right? So first you're going to face Tamina. Then you're going to face Natalia. Then you're going to face, you know, Dana, Dana Brooke. Brooke. Then you're going to face Lacey Edgeson. Evans, and in the end, you're gonna face your best friend. Um, so then it's still a singles, it's a series of singles matches, which really could be handy because with pre-taping, you could tape one match and then cut the camera and uh you know, set up for the next match and make it flow and make it look really good. But instead they they could the reason I say a double gauntlet is you're actually at the at the uh, the performance center so you can literally have two matches side by side that aren't going on at the same time but basically you want to pin that person that's across from you as fast as possible so that that so the person in the other ring doesn't have time to get recovered mm-hmm. you know that's or right. or you take some sweet your sweet time because they both started with Bailey and Sasha. Now they're both in the gauntlet. Now Sasha's at the end, and she goes, "I didn't go all the way through that just to, just to, uh, just to lay, down. lay down. Like I worked my tail off to get to this. I'm gonna take that title from you." Now, and in a related a- crime to this, um, I've I've just got to ask, how how the hell does Paige have authority to make matches? She doesn't. Remember, she talked to somebody at. Fox, who who gave her the okay to make to to announce the match, but that that's still but fine. That still started adding people at will. Yeah, that she still is not an authority figure, who is, you know, 
last time we saw her on screen, she was a manager for people. Well, she was on being picked out of being a manager. Just to say, she's on screen every week for Friday night. Or well, for, uh, for, for uh, backstage. But that's yeah. not... Backstage isn't part of WWE in-universe canon. It's outside. It's backstage. That's, maybe that's what she was kind of going with. Is I'm in with the Foxies. Yeah. But, I mean, it's the same thing. It, the, the crime relates to Monday Night Raw. Uh, because you had Gronkowski come out and make matches. You know? I mean, if you're going to have people make matches, at least assign general managers. Assign authority figure names to them. Right. By the way, Paige has had at one point. Which, yeah. Uh, don't do that with Gronk. No, oh my please. god. That, okay. I'll take it down from a 7 to a 5 because of Gronk's thing on Friday. Yeah. I just kind of had deleted it from memory. Yeah, Gronk's thing was horrible. Oh. Now, like I said, he comes out and he walks to the center of the stage while his music is playing. And then he awkwardly dances for like 10 seconds. And then he walks halfway down the ramp and then awkwardly dances for another few seconds. And then he walks towards the, the ring steps and he gets up the ring steps and then he awkwardly humps the ring post for a few seconds. I was hoping you'd bring up that he humped the ring post. Uh, and then he walks into the ring and then awkwardly dances some more. And somebody really needs to tell Gronk that he is not a good dancer. Yeah, well, and here's the deal. Be a character, and the character can't be weird dancing guy. We've already done that a lot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we have a, uh, I hate to say jobber on Raw, No Way Jose, who's awkwardly dancing awkwardly a lot. Dancing. And I'm we, we can go all the way back to Alex Wright for awkwardly yep. dancing. Alex Wright or um, um, Grandmaster Sexay and <laughs> yep, awkwardly and, uh, dancing. or or three count in WCW. Oh, there we go. Yep. Evan Courageous, Shane Helms, and oh, who is the third one? I'm blanking. Ah, oh, it's gonna bug me. I should know it. Anyways, so that that's my in conjunction crime is we need Maybe. to get back to where there are people who have authority to make matches and other people don't. Wasn't it Jamie Noble? I'm looking it up because I want to make sure it was Shannon Moore. Shannon Moore. Yep, you're right. They had a feud with Jamie Noble at one point. Oh, that was going to drive me nuts if I didn't look that up. Anyway. Um, well, and, and so. yeah, and, and again, that gives us something better for the Roman feud. Like, this Roman Goldberg thing, who's next? I am. Like, okay. what? Now you get to wrestle at WrestleMania. Despite the fact that you were beat at Royal Rumble, um, and the, the winner of Royal Rumble gets to wrestle at WrestleMania, we're just going to give you a match at WrestleMania because you said I'm next. Yeah. Boy, I don't know why Drew McIntyre didn't think of that. He could have saved himself a whole lot of effort. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to knock Brock Lesnar out of the ring. I could have just... Just walked out and said, hey, Brock, I'm next. Yo. Yeah. 
Hey, man, I'm going to Suplex City, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I'll see you at Suplex City coming WrestleMania. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, so, you know, obviously we're charging COVID-19 with so much of this or coronavirus or... But let's get specific about it because there are so many different strains of coronavirus, mm-hmm. COVID nineteen with this. Um, but I mean, look at all they've done, all they've done right and set up. And and again, I think a lot of this rolls back on not using elimination chamber as a setup show. Like it didn't set up shit except for what we already knew um, with Becky and and Shayna. Oh, and by the way. That was set up before they even had the the elimination chamber match. Yeah. Well, that's that's part of the problem with that elimination chamber match is we all knew where it was going because yeah. they'd set up the feud already. Bit Becky in a weird biter angle. Thank God they dropped that three weeks before that, like the night after Royal Rumble, or maybe it was a week and a night. Doesn't really matter. She bit her on the back of the neck, like. What? Yeah. And I was afraid it was going to be some type of COVID-19 zombie virus thing they were going for back then. I don't think I mentioned it because I thought, yeah, it's probably too insensitive to say. But now it's not an insensitive thing, thing to say. This is all over the place. But it doesn't yeah. cause people to bite people. No. Well, that's the deal. It's like, like I say, I just, if, if they're going to have people just making random matches, then go back to the general manager uh, thing, you know, you've already gone back on every other word that you said in that whole "you are the authority" speech you guys had. So might as well just go back and say, "Hey, you know, we we need some people to run these ships a little bit." So we're gonna announce so and so as the new general manager for SmackDown, and someone else is the new general manager for Raw, and and then at least we've got someone who can make those matches now uh do not under any circumstances announce that baron corbin is the general manager for either of them no i actually i think they already have the the proper replacement for baron corbin and i think it built the storyline with baron corbin I, i'd say he's later um that way all three members of 3mb have had some reason to be important um you know one of them one of them was really given a crap storyline to get to the title that never built him and then held it for 171 days. The other one, everybody's jacked to watch knock off Brock Lesnar. And if he doesn't knock off Brock Lesnar, Vince McMahon should be shot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Agreed. And then the third one being, um, being Heath Slater and we could get back the gimmick where he says, Hey man, come on, man. I got kids. Like yeah. where he, he basically goes and tells somebody they have a match and they're like, I don't want to do that match. I'm not doing that match. Yeah, no, you got it, man. I got kids. I got bills to pay. <laughs> you don't do that. I get fired. I get fired. I can't feed my kids. So come on, man. Which would work great. And then it gives him a chance to get a little bit of revenge on Baron Corbin, which would work great. Yes. So, so back to your original crime. I agree with charging COVID nineteen for um, making us have to watch Tamina at WrestleMania. I'd say have to watch. I mean, I you don't have to watch WrestleMania at all. I guess uh, there's definitely some argument 
to not watch it to just say to to rest to wwe hey you know if it's your biggest event of the year and you're in the middle of a global pandemic maybe you just postpone it right just say we're we're just not gonna do that match we're gonna set those aside and we're just gonna do other stuff you know um, we do have we do have two weeks though for Florida to do the right thing and to make it so that they can't have more than 10 people in the building, which will absolutely ruin their ability to film. And then we'll get the, we'll get the Barclay center WrestleMania. Yeah. Quite possibly. It still could happen, but no, I agree with that. I also agree with our side charges towards everything else because. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm also charging elimination chamber for, I don't know, not setting anything up. Well, on that note, we will move to my crime. And my crime is a little more serious and a little less lighthearted. Um, Braun Strowman, I am coming. What was that? Your crime isn't that Tamina sucks? No, it is not that Tamina sucks. Uh, My crime, I am coming after Braun Strowman. I'm coming after you, Braun Strongman, Brain Strowman. Um, Brain Strowman, that should come back. Oh, that was so good. Well, right now I'm angry enough at him that I I don't want to see him on my TV. Um, go on. And we're, we're not seeing him on our TV. He's one of the people who who has self quarantined apparently, and uh, at least for the last two weeks. <laughs> but so. In, in a time where a ton of Americans are already finding themselves either unemployed or on a limited income because of inability to work, right? Whether it's your business is closed, you're, uh, you you're have to self-quarantine yourself because of exposures, whatever, right? Uh, Braun thought it was a really great time to go on an Instagram rant against indie wrestlers asking for help from the fans. And I've got the quote here. Quote, here we go with more of that somebody pay for my bill stuff. If you can't afford to pay your bills, maybe you should change professions. That's why I quit Strongman. I loved it, but I couldn't afford to live. So instead of making a GoFundMe or a Patreon wanting someone else to take care of me, I went out and worked harder than I ever had in my life to get where I am. What happened to being accountable for your own actions? Not a good look, Braun, right? Here's the deal. These are people who were affording their life. Uh, they had bookings um, that were making them afford their lives. Uh, and this virus came and stripped them of that capability. This wasn't these. This wasn't an independent wrestler who couldn't make ends meet before coronavirus saying, oh, please help me, right? These were successful independent wrestlers who now find themselves in a situation where, because they're independent, they don't have health care, um, and their multiple events are being canceled. They don't have a WWE umbrella above them, paying them millions of dollars to, to you know, do their job. 
they're they're working as hard or harder than you. Keep in mind, Braun Strowman never went through the Indies. Braun Strowman drove down to Florida for a tryout at the Performance Center and got signed with no prior wrestling experience. Uh, he got signed because genetically he's gifted. He is a very, very big man. Um, he was a strong man, so he has a good look to him. He uh, legitimately is a strong man. WWE saw that he had some exposure outside that could potentially help him. Um, but, like, is Braun Strowman a better wrestler than David Starr? No. Is Braun Strowman a better wrestler than Will Ospreay? No. Will Ospreay is the best wrestler in the world, just so everybody knows, by the way. You could make that argument. Um, I, I would love, love to see a right now match in between Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega. Um, I think they've wrestled before, but I'm talking right now because Will Ospreay has definitely improved in the last two years. You know, well, so. Kenny's down a bit. I mean, not down. He just... He's taking Kenny doesn't back. wrestle as much any bit because he's doing yeah. a lot more backstage. Yeah, he's taking the backseat. Um, but he's also... I mean, he showed in that Iron Man match the other week that he is still capable of putting on a five-star match. Absolutely. Uh, and that's why, like... I get it, Braun. You you think people should be accountable for their own decisions. You think, you know, maybe if you can't make ends meet uh, doing what you're currently doing, you should, you should try to find something different. I get your whole point. The thing is, not everyone's in a position to do that, right? And we're going to take a step away from wrestlers and uh, say, if you're uh, the checker at a Walmart, right? Um... You don't necessarily have the option to quit your job and go someplace and gamble on another job, right? Especially if you've got a family to support. You got kids. You're Heath Slater, right? Come on, man. I got kids. I mean, uh, here's the perfect... Heath Slater is a really good example. Why does Heath Slater stay with WWE... Uh, despite the fact that we haven't seen him on Raw or SmackDown in months, right? He does. He stays there because it's financially secure, right? Yeah. Uh, he could go off onto the Indies. I Heath Slater, in almost other uh, any other promotion in America, would be one of their top stars. I think well, he might not be their heavyweight champion. But he'd be he'd be one of their top performers. Let's we say look, that. we would look forward to him like we look forward to, um, I don't know, like we look forward to the Usos. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep it in the same promotion. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but but financially, he's got he has to stay. He's, for lack of a better term, stuck in WWE because they give him some financial security. If you're a stalker at Walmart, it's not like you've typically got a ton of other options out there, right? And not all of us can afford to drive down to Florida with $120 in our pocket and risk everything on the chance of becoming a WWE superstar um, because not all of us are physically gifted like Braun Strowman is. 
And I love Braun Strowman. He is one of my favorite WWE guys, and I am very pissed at him for what he said there because it is ignorant. It is uh, just unneeded, right? These are people that are hurting. These are people who, like I said, had bookings. They were making money doing what they were doing, and they were doing it in the way that you never did. They were doing it coming up from the bottom and working their ways through the through the actual system, right? Paying their dues, they would say. And then this comes along and cancels so much of their stuff, right? And because they don't have this big corporation above them uh, that can afford to pay them exorbitant amounts of money, they're asking their fans to buy some t-shirts. That's it. In fact, the exact quote, the exact post he was responding to was Evil Uno from AEW posted on Instagram saying that he wasn't linking a Go- GoFundMe or a Patreon. He said, hey, if you want to support your favorite indie wrestlers during this, uh, maybe you should go online and buy a t-shirt from them. That's what he said, right? Braun Strowman continues to make money even when he's sitting at home from people going on WWE.com and buying the Get These Hands t-shirt. Um, he's, he's got that money coming in even if he's not wrestling matches. He's still got those those residuals coming in from those t-shirts. That's all Evil Uno is trying to do is get some residuals coming in to these people to help them through a dark time. It's It's just like... Uh, you know, you see posts saying, hey, um, you know, if you're a, if you're a sewer, you can sew some, some fabric masks to help your healthcare professionals so they don't get sick during this, All these people were doing was asking for help in a time of need, and you have to get out there and bash them? Man, F you. Um... And so I have really soured on Braun Strowman at the moment, and I'm hoping I don't see him on TV for a while. Um, I'm I'm literally shaking angry at this quote. Fair enough. Yeah. So so that's that's I mean, here's the deal: you don't know somebody else's situation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, walk a mile in their shoes, bud. Yeah. Like the. And like I say, I mean, we've all been hit by this, right? So we've all seen the posts on Facebook saying, hey, yo, in this time of need, support your local businessmen. You know, if, if there's something, if you need food, instead of going to the chain restaurants and ordering takeout from Applebee's or whatever, order a pizza from your local pizza person, uh, you know, who... To help the local businessmen, because this is going to be hard on them. There's no difference between that and saying, hey, if you support professional wrestling, maybe you should hop online and order a t-shirt from your favorite professional wrestler. You know, that way they continue to make some money during this hard time. Um, There are thousands of professional wrestlers who, on a day-to-day basis, normally make ends meet. And right now we're struggling, and it's just insensitive for you to to say, you know, just work harder, man. 
uh, WWE's only got so many spots open. AEW's only got so many spots. Impact Wrestling only has so many spots, right? Uh, there are there are hundreds of professional football players right now who are struggling. You know why? Because there are professional football players who play for the XFL or the um, Arena Football League, the AFL, or you know the All American Football League that closed up. Uh, do you know why they're struggling? Because there's only room for 53 men on each roster of an NFL team. Uh, you can't tell me that the person uh, number roster number 53 on the Jacksonville Jaguars actually works that much harder than the guy who just didn't make the cut and is sitting at home. You know, no. Nah. It's not. For- Wishing the XFL was still running. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? I mean, you're a person who lucked into uh, getting into the big leagues without having to go through the minor leagues. You are LeBron James being signed straight out of high school. Um, don't look down on the people who had to go through college ball and and barely get onto a team or had to go through college ball and then had to go through the minor leagues to barely get onto a team, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, when I read this quote, and, and every time I read it, I just, I'm like shaking angry. This is just such a bad look, Braun. Uh, it shows how ignorant you are on the struggles of other people in your same line of work. Um, it shows the downside of WWE's um, uh, recruiting style, where instead of promoting people based on their wrestling ability entirely, it's promoting them a lot based on their look. Once again, I'm a fan of Braun Strowman, right? Or at least yeah. I was up until this. Um, but but I from know the rest you're of the whole vendetta, you probably won't be again. I'm yeah I I can be pretty vindictive, um, and and so but but the simple fact is like, does anyone here, uh, you know, listening and feel free to tweet at me at Raw and Order WBU if you're listening to this and you disagree. But does anyone here think that Braun Strowman, from a talent from a technical wrestling standpoint, belongs on the list of top fifty wrestlers in the world? Nope, not hearing anyone so far. Let's let's uh, str- stretch it out to 100. Does he belong on the list of top 100 from a technical wrestling standpoint? Technical? Yeah. No, still not hearing anybody. <sighs> now, if if I stretch it to 200, he's probably on there, right? But he's not a technical wrestler. Like men are never considered technical wrestlers. No. Um. He 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 really lucked into his position because of his size, right? Um, the simple fact is he's not all that much bigger than Bobby Lashley. He's taller than Bobby Lashley, but not by as much as you'd like to think. I think, um, and weight-wise, I don't think he. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't outweigh Bobby Lashley. You know what I mean? If Bobby Lashley was about the same. Oh, he's about a hundred pounds heavier than Bobby. But again, he's he's got five inches 
on him and and that means a lot at that size but structure wise i would agree proportionality yeah i mean if you if you break down those ratios to five times the size sure Yeah, he's five inches tall. Five inches taller than Bobby Lashley. But is he... Is he... Is Bobby Lashley... Would you say Bobby Lashley is ten times a better technical wrestler than Braun Strowman? Seventeen times. Bobby Lashley's a former former NAIA champion, man. Uh Uh-huh. That's my point. Bobby Lashley's a big dude. Not quite as big as Braun Strowman, but a big dude. But he's faster, more agile. He's got better skills in the ring. He can put on a proper, you know, figure four lake log if he needs to, or crossface, things like that. When was the last time you saw Braun Strowman do a technical wrestling move? Mm, technically he does he does the run around the ring and hit people with his shoulder tackle not really a technical wrestling move um he does a power slam that's it that's a technical wrestling move he does one per match and that's my point is you know you Braun Strowman lucked out by being a big effing dude uh, and, and then he was in the right place at the right time to get to where he is, right? And I'm not saying he didn't work hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he worked really hard once he got signed to the Performance Center to work his way up, right? Sure. Um, but you can't tell me that he worked harder than Will Ospreay works. I guarantee you Will Ospreay wrestled more days out of the year than Braun Strowman did last year. More days of the year than anybody last year. I guarantee you that David Starr, who I know you're not super familiar with David Starr, uh, but I guarantee you David Starr wrestled more dates than Braun Strowman did. Uh, You can't tell me that, that Braun Strowman worked harder than David Starr did. You can't tell me that Braun Strowman is working harder than Sammy Guevara did to get to where he is now. No, no, I can't. You're right. And so so for him to to try to claim that it's these people are just aren't working hard enough and they just need to give up on their dreams and go find something else because because they can't make it in this. This isn't a case of them not being able to make it in wrestling. This is a case of them having hit, been hit by a worldwide tragedy that is affecting people in all walks of life. And they're just asking for a little help, right? So get off your damn high horse, Braun Strowman. Like, you don't have to help them. If you don't want to help the indie wrestlers, don't buy a freaking t-shirt. That's fine. But don't dog them for saying, hey, guys, you know, I need a little help right now. I was doing fine, but then all of my dates got canceled because of the coronavirus. So can you maybe buy a T-shirt to help me through until the coronavirus thing clears up a bit? I can't, but I'm cheap. Yeah, that's the deal. I, I would love to, but I'm not in a position... 
right? I guess by Braun Strowman's, I should quit my job and go move to Florida and do something else. To be perfectly honest, right now with the coronavirus, I'm not moving to Florida. That's for certain. <laughs> like, things aren't great where I live for coronavirus, but compared to Florida, we're doing fine, you know? Um, so, so that's, that's my crime. And I'm sorry I went off on a, I don't know, 20 minute long rant about it there. Um, it just made me angry. I'm, Braun just showed how ignorant he can be just because you're a big, strong guy. You know, you can, you can take some time to learn, uh, the old, old adage every person you meet is fighting a battle that you can't see is really apt for this uh braun take a step back get off your high horse understand that people are struggling in all walks of life right now if you don't want to support them that's fine but don't dog them for asking for help sometimes it's okay to just be quiet yeah you know if 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 you're in a boat and you're crossing a river and there are a hundred other boats crossing the river and you see someone in the river not in a boat and he seems to be struggling right but there are a bunch of other boats near him you don't have to try to push the other boats out of the way to go rescue him but also don't yell at him for asking for help let the other people help him if they want to Go on your merry way in the boat. Everyone's fine. But he did the equivalent of standing up in the boat and pointing. Look at that guy who's drowning over there. God, maybe he shouldn't have swum in the first place. Maybe he should just give up on his dreams and go get a boat. Or, I don't know, help him. That's my my issue. I must be a more boring guy than you. Because the boat analogy only made me think of In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. I can tell you we didn't hear Mike Tyson saying that they need to give up on their dreams. <laughs> and Mike Tyson is known for saying some really stupid stuff over the years. <laughs> but he was at least smart enough to be like, you know what? I'll keep my mouth shut. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'll keep my mouth shut. My mouth. My mouth. <laughs> no, my mouth. mouth. My mouth shut. People always ask me about Holofield's ear. What can I say? Tastes like chicken. Okay. So, uh, on that note... Making this entire thing go wildly awry. <laughs> we, we said it last week. What are the odds that it takes Justin to be here to keep us on track? <laughs> um, but so we will move on. Um, I don't really have a ton of misdemeanors this week. Um, I, you know, I kind of covered the one of them. Like, who who's giving these people authority to make matches? Uh, so I'll pass that up. The other misdemeanor uh, I have... I got one. Oh, I got one. So well, the other ready? misdemeanor I have is... Uh, it's actually a good misdemeanor. 
it could be a commendation, but I'm putting it under misdemeanors. Uh, misdemeanor to whoever gave Sammy Guevara a mic on uh, AEW Dynamite so that he could sing along to uh, Jericho's theme song coming in because uh, he is not a good singer, uh, but it was still one of the best moments of that segment. So, Fair What's enough. your misdemeanor? Uh, mine, mine is, um, why are we doing Goldberg versus Roman? Well, to be perfectly honest, I don't know why we're doing it now. We were doing it before because they wanted to put the belt on Goldberg, but they knew that if the belt was still on the Fiend, that they would never get, they wanted to put the belt on Roman, I should say. But they knew that if the belt was on The Fiend, no one was going to cheer for Roman winning it. So they had to put it on Goldberg so that people would cheer for Roman beating Goldberg. But there's not going to be anyone there now to cheer. Oh. So so why still do it? Like, that's the perfect example of why they just need to postpone WrestleMania. Because... The only reason you're doing that match is so people can cheer for him. And there's not going to be anyone there to cheer for him. Yeah. Speaking of which, hey, Braun, why aren't you bitching at Roman for bitching that people don't cheer for him? Yeah, people don't cheer for me, man. Maybe you should just quit and go work someplace else, Roman. If I bet, I, I would venture to guess if they actually ran that as a storyline, you would probably be back in in favor of Braun. I would at least think it's funny. I don't know, <laughs> but that would so not I'm, be a bad way to go with this. <laughs> but on that note, we will move to commendations. We're gonna kind of just keep this this uh, uh, rolling as fast as we can here. Um, so, uh, commendations, mine's just kind of a blanket. Um, as much as I complained about SmackDown, and I did not think it was a good show overall, um, and, and Raw was better, but still not great, uh, I, I, I do want to do commendations for everyone involved in putting on those shows as well as NXT and AEW um, because this is a very trying time and uh, they understand that people need escapism during this trying time that there's only so much news programming that we can watch and uh, you know we need to have that program that we can set and just kind of escape from from this whole reality right now for a bit. Um, so I, I want to give commendations to everyone involved. Um, I like I said, I think AEW by far did it best this week. Uh, okay, I can't hear you right now. Oh, even NXT, which I will say was not a great show. Um, there was an effort to provide some type of entertainment to people to what? 
yeah. to get escapism. Yeah, and that's the deal. It's like, like you say, I mean, I have my problems with with uh, the way NXT did his presentation this week. I get it. You're limited in what you can do. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but just doing vignettes, I don't think that was the answer. Uh, however. I still would put a uh, NXT probably second in the week for in terms of best show. So AEW number one for me, NXT number two, Raw number three, and SmackDown at the bottom. Uh, Raw wasn't horrible. I enjoyed most of it. I think most of Raw wasn't horrible is because of Triple H, though. Well, there's that. Um, I... I'm I'm not 100% down with the idea of just let's just fill a bunch of time by putting a match from a previous pay-per-view in here. In the case of Raw, it was uh wasn't Royal Rumble. They replayed the entire one this week. Yep. Um but like I'm not a fan of that. More specific like if you're going to just play an old match um, why why not go back in the history books and and say hey you know we know there's a, a huge uh, bunch of newer fans um, so we think that everyone should really take a chance to look at this match from 1999 1984 you know whatever um Yo, fit- best of WrestleMania matches. Yeah, you could have done all. You could have done all week with best of WrestleMania matches. Yep, I don't exactly. think people were too upset with that. Heck, you could have done a replacement for WrestleMania with a a WWE Network special, you know, dream WrestleMania card where they just went through and they picked the sixteen matches best Wrestlemania matches of all time and put together this dream Wrestlemania card program where you could just sit there and watch you know for six hours straight did the best matches from Wrestlemania you know um, so so that's kind of you know my thing but yeah I I love that Iron Man match (laughs) oh my gosh anyways um, but but at the same point, like I'm not trying to knock too much on that because I get it. They're they're limited on time. Uh, they they're limited on number of people they can have there. But AEW showed that you could still put on a wrestling show um, without you know worrying about these limitations because they were under the same limitations that WWE had. In fact, arguably more limitations because. They didn't have the performance center to go to a state-of-the-art facility with multiple rings set up and and all of that stuff that they owned. They had to go find a place. Yes, it was uh, Jacksonville, so it was related to the, the Khan family. Um, but they had to set it up as a wrestling event and go from there. But they showed. They put on a a wrestling show that had wrestling from beginning to end, multiple matches that had storylines continuing to develop, that had surprises and and debuts, um, you know, fun stuff, had brilliant promos on all sides, uh, 
So, you know, was AEW a perfect show? No. Like I said, I, I think I gave it eight. Um, but for their circumstances, eight's about as perfect as you're going to get in that circumstance. And, and so much of it came down to their decision to have wrestlers in the crowd. Yeah. Um, because that's yeah, I, my biggest problem with the WWE pro- product right now is you've just got this absolutely dead, quiet arena. And then these people in the ring, and they're quiet. And, and in AEW... The people in the crowd were jawjacking the people in the ring. The people in the ring were jawjacking each other. The people in the crowd were jawjacking each other too. Um, it felt vibrant and alive. So uh, we got so, to hear "Let's Go Bad Guys." Yeah, yeah. You got to hear MJF call out the finisher. They hit him with the. I can't remember which match that was in though. Um, <laughs> No, it was so great. It was it was well set up, uh, just all around. So, but like I say, I'm I'm giving commendations to everyone involved because they're still putting on an effort, and they're they're still giving us entertainment on nights when we don't have other entertainment. You know, the NBA, the MLB, the NCAA uh, basketball tournament, the NHL. You know, all of these sports that people watch gone right uh we're in kind of a mid-season for a lot of tv shows so there's not some tv shows going on so uh people are kind of starving for this entertainment and i a plus for continuing to give us something that we can turn on and watch so commendations all around to aew to wwe raw to nxt and to wwe smackdowns for still doing it um and of course that means commendations to Triple H, uh, Stephanie, Shane, and Vince McMahon. Um and and uh, uh Paul Heyman and Bruce Pritchard for continuing to put on work. And Tony Khan and all of the people backstage at AEW that are continuing to put on the product. Uh commendations all around. Uh huge commendation for Cody. That promo at the beginning of AEW Dynamite was awesome. It was so well done to tie in between how we as a society need to unite together to fight this, uh, yet still stay separate. (laughs) And, And then immediately swing to now the elite needs to unite together. Um... In related notes, AEW gets a little bit of a commendation because they did announce this week Tony Khan uh, sent out a, a long uh, announcement uh, that they've decided to postpone the Blood and Guts match. It will not be taking place this coming week. Um, they they just understand that for that type of match, this might not be the, the right time for it. Um, and I get it. We're already worried enough about violence, uh, about about this virus going around. Maybe it's not the best time to have a match called Blood and Guts. Um, but they just made the announcement. They said, we're going to put off that match. We're going to have Cody versus Jimmy Havoc on Wednesday. I didn't know I wanted that so much, but I do. Uh, 
So, but on that note, I think we'll probably. Stapled. What was that? Yeah. Oh, M- MJF actually tweeted at Jimmy Havoc and said, uh, "Listen, man, I don't like you, but I'll definitely Venmo you some money if you use some extra staples." <laughs> uh, how great! MJF is a gift. Oh, that guy. He is a gift. But well, on that note, I think we'll start to wrap things up here. Um, I know DA Fabe is probably getting pretty close to to his destination if he hasn't already and is just sitting out in his car right now. God, it's um, like you predict things. <laughs> but so, um, as I said before, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And heck, subscribe on multiple platforms. I don't care. Uh, share it with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, following me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe. At DA Vincent K. Fabe. You can also go to our Wix site. It's going to be in the doobly-doo show notes below this uh, on whatever podcast platform you use. It's also in a pinned tweet on my Twitter. Um, our Wix site includes a way for you to listen to this online. So if you are working from home and you don't want to listen to it on your phone, you can put us on the website and listen to us there. Um, it also includes the blog that we will be updating um, this week with our WrestleMania predictions. I am going to try to get that written uh, hopefully tomorrow because I know they're planning on filming them later this week and I don't want uh, it to seem like I waited until they were filmed and then wrote it. So, and I know Justin is working on uh, some articles for the blog um, about uh, the dark side of the ring, Chris Benoit um, episodes that recently came out, which were narrated by Chris Jericho, which I uh, found out and thought was really cool. Um, also, um, while talking about really cool things, uh, Cultaholic, which is um, one of our competitors, I guess you could call in the podcast world, but if it wasn't for uh, What Culture, WWE, uh, Cultaholic, and Wrestle Talk. Um, and a couple other podcasts like Matt Coon and um, all of the Conrad Thompson podcasts. I don't know if we'd be doing this show. So I owe them I'm, all I'm debt of gratitude. I'd be doing this, this show. But uh, Cultaholic has a series on their YouTube channel um, that is uh, going through um, single moments or segmented moments during the Monday Night Wars that were important, like the NWO. And they just did one uh, all about um, the the rise and eventual exit from WCW of the Radicals, which of course was Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, um, Eddie Guerrero, and Perry Saturn. Um, and it's an excellent, it's about 15 minutes long, I think. Um, so if you have some time to kill, uh, Definitely go to Cultaholic's YouTube channel and watch those. Um, I think they've only got three of them out so far, so not too much time needed to do them. But um, speaking of Cultaholic, have you watched their uh, ranking the best uh, WWE champions of all time, beginning to end? 
I did not get to watch that. I saw it come up on my thing, but I haven't had a chance to yet. It's worth a watch, man. Bret Hart's number two. That gives you an idea. Um, and it, and you will not expect number one off of knowing Bret Hart is number two. Okay. It, it, it ain't Stone Cold. <laughs> which is what most people would think if I said Bret Hart's number two. And it ain't Shawn Michaels, which is the other thing that people would think. Yeah. So. But anyways, um, also, um, whether you go to the Wix site or the YouTube uh, or the the Twitter site or wherever, uh, you'll also find links to anchor.fm slash raw and order WVU. Anchor is our podcast hosting platform. It's what we use to produce this podcast. You can go there and find all of the places you can listen to this. So if you're looking for a new platform to listen to us on, you can find it there. Uh, I also have a link tree with all of the places on it as well. Um, but you can also go to Anchor, and there's a little support tab that you can click to throw a dollar or two our way uh, a month to just kind of help us out. Um, I understand times are tight, and if you're budgeting, you know, and need to, don't don't worry about us at the moment. We've both got still got incomes coming in. Uh, but if you've got some extra money to spare and you want to support support uh, independent podcasting platform, send us some money that way. It definitely helps us out. Um, yeah, but on that Braun. note, what's that? I said, yeah, Braun. Yeah, Braun. Man, maybe we should just quit and go get real jobs. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, <laughs> we do. We do have that. Remember, I'm a district attorney and you're a cop. Yeah, I'm a detective. I, I'm 100% a detective. I don't work in a cell phone store. I am a detective. Yep. And I'm, and I'm the district attorney at at a car dealership. Yes. Because that's an important place for district attorneys to be. Every car dealership has at least one, right? Yeah, some have two. Yeah. District attorneys. I think we just exposed ourselves a little more than, than yeah. Well, if they listened to the first show, they probably knew the car dealership part, but yeah. I mean, the simple fact I I don't think we've really worked too hard to hide ourselves. Uh, aside from using uh, kayfabe names, we were we're pretty transparent. Um, yeah, but you I'm mean that... you think I'm really a district attorney? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really did think I believed it in my heart of hearts. <laughs> but on that note, listening. we're gonna wrap things you're up for the night. Way too much Tony Robbins if you're saying heart of hearts now. <laughs> but we will wrap this up, and we will be back tomorrow night um, with the raw review. I believe Justin is doing it again this week, but um, we will make sure because that was one of our um confusions this week but we will be back with the raw review we will be doing the fantasy booking we will be doing uh nxt and AEW reviews and smackdown reviews and then we will be back again in one week with another wbu so thanks for listening we will see you soon